Shabbos Nieches, Ishmael Amar Kavla de Avdatanan. Covid in our Mishnah refers to a chosem worn by a slave. You cannot wear that on Shabbos. We ask, Emiyu Mashmeloche, Vuhu Mashmel elsewhere, Yoitai Wavid, you can go out Bechosem Shabbatavudoi tied around your neck. Avaloi Bechosem Shabbatisoi, but not with an emblem attached to your clothing. But our Mishnah wouldn't allow a chosem in any case. The Gmaraz is like Hashhud over Dlai Rabbi Shmil, who allows you to wear it around your neck is when it was made by the master. And he's not going to take it off and carry because he's afraid to take it off. While the Mishnah, who doesn't allow you to wear this chosem, the slave made it himself, so he might take it off and carry. The Gemara asks, how did you that his master made it, and that's why you let him wear it around his neck, because he won't take it off and carry If so, the next case, when it was attached to his clothing, why doesn't Shmuel let him wear it? He's not going to take it off. The Gemara answers, it might detach. And he'd be afraid that his master would think he deliberately took it off. So he doesn't want the space to remain empty and noticeable that it's, something's missing. So he folds his talus that he's wearing, Partly, the talus will need to be carried onto his shoulder, and therefore it will become invisible, and the master won't notice. And I don't let him do that. Why? Because it's not a malbush. It's considered as if you're carrying. The same idea as we just learned. Shouldn't go out on Shabbos with a cloak that has the chosem of the reshkalisa attached to it, because if it falls off, they'd be scared of the Reshkalisa, and they'll cover up by placing their talus in a way that it's considered caring. Besides, for you, you've got a good relationship with them, and you're not afraid, and you won't be tempted to cover the space with your talus in case it falls off. So in summary, Shmil, who allows you to wear it around your neck, is referring to a choyser made by the master, which the Evid is afraid to take off, and he won't come to carry it. Even though that it was made by the master, you can never attach it to your clothing in case it falls off, and you don't want your master to see that it's missing, you might cover it up with your talus in a way that you're carrying your talus, as we've learned that a talus mekepeles in is chayav chatos. Digamura further. Gifa mashmil. Yoitzewevet, bechoisim shabetzavure, tied around your neck, avloi bechoisim shabetzisu, not attached to your clothing. Tanan amocha, we have a brisa, exactly like shmil. Yoitzewevet, bechoisim shabetzavure, avloi bechoisim shabetzisu. Irmini, we ask from another brisa, lo yatzewevet, bechoisim shabetzavure, you cannot wear a choisim around your neck, veloi bechoisim shabetzisu, or attached to your clothing. Vizeh, vizeh, I'm a kablam timah. Both choisimas cannot be makabal timah because they're not attached yet. We continue. Veloi bezik shabetzavure, nor with a bell around your neck, if it's attached to your clothing. Both bells are because it's attached. We now talk in the cipher about animals. But both the choysem and the zeg are not by an animal because there is no tachshit for an animal. But in any case, the b'raisa started off by saying that an avid cannot go out with a choysem shibetzavurai, which contradicts the first b'raisa that supported Shmil that around the neck is a Okay. The first price is when the master made it, that's why it's allowed. While who the second price is when he made it himself, that's why it's not allowed. But it says both prices are when the master made it. The difference is the second price which forbids going out around your neck is when it's made from metal. The first price which supports Shmil and allows you to wear it around your neck is when it's made from clay. And we explain something that's something that the master is makbed because it's valuable. And you don't wear it. In case it falls off, you're going to be tempted to bring it home and carry. That's why when it's metal, 
that's valuable, you're not allowed to wear it. While the first price says, You can wear something that is made from clay, because if it falls off, you'll leave it on the floor, because it's not valuable. That's why when it's made from clay, you can walk out on the street. says that the second price is indeed referring to a choysa made from metal. Made it because we learned that both choysas cannot be makabal timah. If you say it's from metal, I can understand. The choysas are not. Regular metal kaidem, of course, I'm a kabla tima. Elo amit, if you say bishul tanan, it's made from clay. Would that make sense? Hana hidlo me kabla tima. Only the chesumas cannot be. Who kaidem the di kaidem from clay? I'm a kabla tima. Nothing from clay is a kabla tima. Would tanan we learn clay of wood from stone, clay glued from manure, clay adoma from clay? I'm a kabla tima. Lo medivra toira and even for lo medivra savrim. And shmamano clearly shamatcha shmamano that the second price refers to a chesum made of metal, which only the chesum is not a kabla tima, but regular metal kaidem are. Omar, we just learned for lo bezik shabet savuray. Alva yoitzi the evet can go out bezik. If it's on his clothing, the Buddha wants to understand the difference. Zikshe betavurei around his neck, amalo. Why not? The mumifsek might fall off. Vuslasiyeh, he'll carry it. Zikshe bechsisay, namalachish. Let's also be afraid the mumifsek vuslasiyeh, he might carry it. Muratzes ochba maskin and the micha ba'mimcha. The bell is woven into his clothing. Echadrafin abradir abishia. The marafin abradir abishia. Kol sheurik. Anything that's woven, loy gazda. There was no gazara made, and you can go out with it on Shabbos. Oma mara. We learned earlier. Loy sites behind me. Loy bechosim shebetavura. Loy bechosim shebechsisa. Loy bezik. Both the choysam and the zig, I'm a kablam tema. The Gmuda asks, Zig the Bahima, I'm a kablam tema? It means we learned in a clear brasa, Zikshah Bahima Tamai, that the bell of an animal is Mekabal Tema, and that is different to what we said in the previous brasa, that it's not. But the brasa continues, Shaldelis, of a door, it's Hoira, because it's Mechibalakaka. What about Shaldelis Vasura Bahima? It was first for a door, but you decided to use it for an animal, Tamai. Just that Machshuva alone makes it be able to be Mekabal Tema. While in the reverse, first it was Shaldelis, Vasura Ledelis, and now it's being used for a door. Even if you attached it to the door, it covered by Masmudim with nails, Toma, it will still remain makabal tema because it was previously used for an animal. As we know, to start being makabal tema a machshava alone is enough. But to stop being tema, you got to do a physical change. That's why simply adding it onto the door doesn't stop the old tema that it had while it was on an animal. But back to our question, we learned that in one price it says that it cannot be Makabal Tema, and in this price it said that it can. But it says Lokash, who the Isla Imbel. The second price is when the bell has a clapper. That's why it's Makabal Tema. Who the Lesla Imbel? The first price is when it didn't have a clapper. The Muddha says Munafshek. Imunahi, if you consider the bell to be a Kaili, because it's like a Tachshet, Athalpi the Lesla Imbel, even without a clapper, it should still be Makabal Tema. Ilav Muni, if you don't consider it to be a Kaili, Imbel Mashwala Muni, just because it has a clapper, it becomes a Kaili. Muddha says, and yes, the clapper is what gives it the status of a Kaili. A metal kali that produces sound, sheitoma can be makabel tema. Shneimer it says by midian. And with ashen afele tiber yuveboish. Even something that produces sound becomes tema and needs to be purified in fire. We therefore see that it is possible for something to be a kali just by producing sound. Therefore, with a clapper, it will be makabel tema. Without, it doesn't produce sound, so it's not. The Buddha now asks a question with this latest text. But my kimta, how did you set sound the first? which said that by the animal it's not makabal tema but the less light imbel. there's no clapper I'm a matiasa go to the middle case which speaks about a bell worn by a person there we said if the first price is when there is no clapper me makabal tema it means but we learned clearly in a price who oisin zagla machtesha someone who makes a bell for people who make basom and as we know hakoil yufe la or larisa for a cradle to put a child to sleep in those days they would have the covering of svurim will have bells in or bells for the clothing of children. 
Geshwam Imbel with a clapper to mine. Einwam Imbel without Sehoidem. Nithli Imbelaim. If they originally had, but it was removed, the old Timah will remain. But the Brasa clearly says that a bell that never had a clapper cannot be Makabal Timah. How then will you explain the middle case of the Brasa and Madalaf, which says it is Makabal Timah? The one answer is Hanamid Abatinic. This latest Brasa is bells of the children. The Kulab with the lights made to produce sound, therefore only with a clapper does it have a purpose. Ava Gudlu, the bell worn by a grown person, like the slave mentioned. Even without a clapper, it is still going to be macabre timber. So in summary, by an animal or a child, it needs to have a clapper. By a grown-up person, it's macabre timber, even without a clapper. Omar we learnt earlier nitli in Belaim if the clapper has been removed, it remains Toma. We ask Lamai Khuze, it's only Toma because it makes noise. Without a clapper, why is it Toma? Because it's so easily replaced, we consider it as if it's still whole and the Toma stays. Musivrova on Abai's explanation it says in a Mishnah Hazik the bell, Vuimbal and the clapper, Khibir are considered attached, which means they're like one Kaili. If one becomes Toma, the other automatically does as well. And because it's like one Kaili, if part of it is missing, even if a head yet can replace it, as long as he hasn't, we should consider as if it's no, not a complete Kali and it should no longer be Toma. If you try and learn a very different Pshat in this Mishnah, and that Chibit doesn't mean that they're attached. On the contrary, it means that they're not together. And what we're saying is, even if they're not attached, we'll always consider them attached. And that way it matches with what Abaya said. Scissors of two sections. A plane that a carpenter used, which the blade and the wood is also from two sections. And after using it, you usually split them. We consider them to be attached to Le'inian Tema that one becomes Tumma, the other automatically does, but Hazua needs to be extra on both. They're not connected. Now we say, this is a Gemurah from about 10 blats back. If they're considered halochadig attached, even when sprinkling, one should be enough. If they're not considered attached, even Linian Tema, one shouldn't make the other Tumma. As an explanation, only while actually using the scissors and the plane, are they attached by the Tema? that one needs to get toma, one needs to be sprinkled. While they're connected but not in use, according to the Torah, they're not treated as attached. But the Rabbunan came, the Gazri al that it should be considered attached, by sprinkling, they made excited that it should be considered separate, that's why I need a sprinkle broth. But from here we see that it's only considered connected linear Tema if they're actually attached. But if it's separate, just because it can be easily reattached, we'd still look at it as separate. The reason why the bell without its clapper stayed Toma is it's still useful. You can knock it against an earthenware pot and it will still make noise.